my first, my last and my everything, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. Sergio Aguero will be off this summer and grassroots football is back. It's Tuesday, 30th of March. I'm Marcus Bella. I'm Andy Russell. And I'm Pete Donaldson. Welcome, one and all. It's a pleasure to have you with us. Andy, who was I quoting there? And it was a tribute to the great man, Barry White, of course. But who was I taking off, if you will? Yogi Love. Yogi Love. Mm. Oh, yeah, baby. That was amazing. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't tell. This was in the press conference pre-Romania versus Germany. Uh-huh. And I couldn't figure out whether it was a low-key flex. Like, you know, I've been, oh, I seem to have been caught singing yeah. in my fabulous baritone. Or, 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 or whether he genuinely was like, I'm just going to treat you to some music while we're all chilling here. Hey, mm. But let's be honest, Andy, he usually just does what he wants anyway. <laughs> Thinking about the Anyway, we don't need to start the Tuesday off with that, do we, ladies and gentlemen? A uh, little nod to Canada, though, Pete. 11-0 last night. It was uh, a hefty defeat. Against the Cayman Islands. It's their their record, apparently. What, Caymans or Canadas? Canadas. Okay, right. <laughs> the, uh, Canadia. Uh, yes. Uh, 11-0. That's about all the football. I mean, there was one or two, really. But, uh, <laughs> but gentlemen, I digress. Uh, let's go straight to the news that Sergio Aguero is going to be leaving Manchester City after, what would it be, 10 years? Oh, um, I mean... All that excavating equipment, the dredgers, <laughs> sailing him off to foot Port Said. Yeah, and he's off with his tail between his legs, Andy. <laughs> Without a doubt, one of the greatest Flops. players. Sorry, what? <laughs> what a flop. Uh, one of the greatest players in the history, and we're not even going to say Premier League, in the history of English top flight football. Yes. Mm. Marvellous. Absolutely. What is it, 257 goals in that 10 years? Exactly, 384 matches. And when you consider quite a few injuries in that time. Yeah. Mm. Um, and I think when we're appraising Aguero at Manchester City, um, now he is simply, if you can say simply, uh, a legendary player as part of a, a very, very good team. I thought you were going to give us a bit of Tina Turner there. <laughs> okay, carry on. I'm not upstaging Yogi. <laughs> but I think even in the early years when Manchester City started winning stuff mm. in the early years of Aguero, it's easy to forget, I think, how how much I relied on him. Mm. And there was this kind of reappraisal of him and it looked like he might be forced out when Pep Guardiola arrived, didn't it? Mm. Because he was annoyed with him for not pressing from the front. Mm-hmm. And of course, before that, Manchester City never wanted to, him to press from the front. Different because, style they played. Well, because if he got injured, they were in big trouble. Mm. And, you know, at that point, it looked as if um, Gabriel Jesus was just after that was going to re- replace him and he's, he's maintained since mm-hmm. then as well. But he's absolutely changed the face of Manchester City. And I know there are other hugely influential players in modern day Manchester City, like Yaya Toure, like... David Silva. Gareth Barry. Like Gareth Barry. Yeah, you think I'm joking. Gareth Barry at the the beginning and Mm -hmm. Julian Lescott from those first couple of seasons. Those Mm -hmm. those are all good players. But these these are all players players that have a part to play in the Manchester City story. But he has been at the heart of everything that's changed for them. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's just about to win his fifth Premier League title in 10 years. I mean, that's amazing. That's yeah. really bit, quite amazing. It's also a bit presumptuous from you, Andy. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm nothing if not presumptuous. <laughs> yes, of course. There's, there's this talk that you'll be honoured. Quadruple winning, <laughs> Sergio Aguero. Well, I mean, maybe he might be, they might win the Champions League. <laughs> as long as he doesn't uh, get it tattooed. Yeah. You know, like that guy who got um, 
Kaká lifting the European <laughs> Cup in a Manchester City kit oh, on his arm. Or Andy yeah. Cole yeah. in a Newcastle top just before he left. Oh, no. <laughs> At least he actually played for them, though. Yeah, didn't look much like Andy Cole, to be honest. <laughs> Is that one you had done? <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> you, just as, as a respect for the great man. Um, the, less, the, less offensive than my cat in the hat, to be honest. <laughs> 2021. I thought that covered it. Um, Aguero, um, he'll be honoured with a statue outside the Etihad alongside one's under construction for Vincent Company, of course, uh, and David Silva, the aforementioned. Um, Yaya Torre is going to be a bit pissed off, isn't he? But uh, <laughs> but still, though, I mean, it is great to to see those. It will be great to see those three magnificent erections outside the stadium, Peter. It will, yeah. I mean, I, j- I just demand that they three D print them because we've had so many, <laughs> we've had so many cock ups when it comes to the football. Get the guy statue. did the Ronaldo one. Is essentially the yeah. bust of Ronaldo. Get that guy in. <laughs> He'd been looking for work, I'd imagine. What's the one that's in and around about in? Uh, there's one that's like stuck in a uh, roundabout, and it's like this beautiful kind of futuristic metal um, ex-Chelsea player. Can't remember. Doesn't matter. Uh-huh. Uh, but I, th- I think uh, I, I think the reason w- I can see. Mm. Can you not see this? They tie up the title in the next couple of weeks, right? Yeah. He's got. He goes on a rare 2021 run of form, and he just knocks like about ten in. Yep. In about three or four matches, what do you reckon? What are they going to? Because well, the reason why, and then he scores the winner in the Champions League final. Come on, yeah. Because the thing that's kind of characterised Sergio Aguero not getting his game is the fact that he comes back from injuries Mm -hmm. and he takes a little bit of time to get going, and they can't hold passengers that that team at this point mm, in the season. So. Mm-hmm. He, the, when they have got the opportunity to carry a passenger, Aguero's yes. going to have beautiful little kind of twilight um, three or four matches in his uh, Manchester City career. It's going to be beautiful. It depends if he's already signed the contract with Inter Miami. Or <laughs> <laughs> <I think>. uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, Andy, how is this coming about then? Because it, it, the, <laughs> the way he sort of worded it, it sounds like you know, he's done 10 years and he's sort of ready for a new challenge, but he probably wouldn't leave if he felt that he didn't have to. Yeah, there's a, there's a bit of mutualness to it. Yes, I, I don't think there's any doubt about that. Mm. And as I said, I think the clock's always been ticking since they haven't completely relied on him. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, when you think in those years where they spent a fortune, it, it's still all rested on him. Mm. Um, we, we're going to have to talk about the goal before we get much further. I mean, we can talk about the future in a minute, uh-huh. but I think we do have to talk about the, the, the QPR goal. I mean, you talked about it, him being one of the best players in top-flight English football history. Yeah. That is one of the most thrilling moments. Yes. Yeah. Oh, he's absolutely immortalised. I mean, the statue should be him putting that one in. The thing is, people have kind of overcompensated with that and saying, oh, Balotelli's assist was amazing. Balotelli's assist was very good. But the bit where he decides not to leather it when he yeah. gets the sight of goal, mm. just knocks it past the last yeah. defender. Yeah. You know, just, that, that idea of, you know, Was it Luke Moore's your... mate? Was it Clint? Clint Hill. Was it Clint Hill? He knocked it past. It, it might have been, he, Clint Hill was definitely in the box, <laughs> breathing out of every orifice, desperately trying to uh, stay in the Premier League. And of course, QPR did because of results elsewhere. But that level of coolness <laughs> yeah. at, a, at a moment where it's all on the line, it's, it's, it's amazing. It, I mean, because of course, when this was announced yeah. yesterday, everyone tweeted it. I never get tired of seeing that. Oh, I remember, it's, I remember it's, watching it's that. that. Watford going up, Jimmy Glass and Aguero. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I remember watching that. I was Watford in my... going into the playoff final. Oh, sorry, final. the playoff final. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I was at that game. The the, the, the one with the, the, the Troy Deeney goal. Honestly, honestly it, is, it is... It is um, <laughs> I was watching WrestleMania 34 yesterday for uh, the podcast oh. WrestleMania. Uh, and... Uh, watching uh, who is the UFC fighter who came over, Ronda Rousey, uh, who came over, and the pop that she gets when she arrives yeah. in, uh, in, in, in in wrestling was just like, oh my fucking Christ, this is amazing. And it kind of, 
And if I'm a little bit hungover, if I'm a little bit tired, if I'm a little bit emotional, yeah. these kind of things, uh, Mr. Pigden and Righty, uh, Aguero, <laughs> Jimmy Glass, they make me cry. <laughs> and I can't yeah, handle I can, it, Andy. I, I can't can, handle it. I can, well, I can understand that. <laughs> well, there's another one of that when, when England played New Zealand in the, um, the, the Cricket World Cup. That frantic end. Mm. You know, when, when and the Kiwi commentator, he's, he just can't believe it. And he goes, oh, my goodness, we're going to the Super Over. And he's just like, oh, God. <laughs> you know, that, that, that kind of thing. And it, it just, it, it's, it's too much to say. I remember being in a, in a, in a pub in, in Hammersmith in West London, and we actually had a lot of QPR fans uh, around us watching mm. that game. Mm. And I can remember leaving the pub and I had a headache because it was, it was so intense. It was so yeah. much. I've, I've no interest, no personal vested interest. You know, obviously I want to see... Uh, a good clean bout and uh, and a bit of excitement, but that that's I mean, the that thing. Moment I was... remember being on my feet in my front room when yeah. that went in, and mm. I, I, I've I'm you know Manchester City agnostic. Yeah, mm. that was sure. uh, I, I, that yeah. was it was just amazing. You couldn't help but be taken by it. It was it was absolutely incredible. Yeah. It was like seeing Lauren Robert boot the ball really hard at a, a, a teammate's face. <laughs> it was just <laughs> knocking Olivia Bernard spark out. I mean, it's it just like wow, this is thrilling. This is elite sportsmanship. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is incredible. Another headache. <laughs> but not for anybody watching it. Yeah, um, I, he said he's he has formed uh, an indestructible bond with all those who love Manchester City. He's not wrong, is he, Peter? He's not, no. When you have a player like that. But even, I guess, the the, the current manager, Pep, the the thing that would characterise Pep's uh, stewardship of the club doesn't really involve Aguero necessarily. No. But he scored goals every single time. Mm. You'd probably sort of say, what would what would a classic Pep Guardiola goal? Probably finished by Sterling at the back post and Aguero yeah. sliding yeah. in or trying to reach the yeah. ball. But never discount the importance of a man who who, who knows how to play decoy as well. Mm. Like his, move, his movement has been limited by his injuries and, and, and how he's been forced to play. And he has pulled back a little bit where other players like Gundogan have, have, moved, have moved forward. He is st- he when he comes on the pitch is still an important player because mm. fuck me if if Guerra's coming on you know he's good for a goal when he's on form so you're gonna mark him so it, it, it's still an important player. Yeah. I think we can sometimes underrate footballers or sporting figures in general who arrive in a situation with such a huge reputation already. I mean, mm. he's, he's a kid when he arrives at Manchester 22 City. years old. One yeah. can forget that. One can think he's 25, 26. He's exactly. quite established. With, 22. With what at the time was an absolutely enormous price tag yep. as well. And he just instantly Did makes mint meat, mince meat of mm. it. To like not like only, literally instantly. It was not only in that game against Swansea, yeah. but, but not only to sort of meet the expectation mm-hmm. but just absolutely fly past it mm. I mean that that is that is something pretty incredible yeah I mean obviously they got him from Atletico Madrid where he made a bit of a splash and so well he, on. he made more than a, a, a big splash because it's interesting they replaced him with Radamel Falcao and the fans and actually some of the coaching staff mm-hmm. at Atletico immediately looked at Falcao and they're like yeah not feeling it. He only scores goals, doesn't he? Yeah. He doesn't really do any other stuff. Uh-huh. Like all he does the... get a lot of goals, though. <laughs> that, that is true. But Falcao became the player he did in his pomp because everyone at Atletico said, you've got to do more. Yeah. You've, you've, got, to, you've got to meet the standard that Aguero did. You've got to make those mm-hmm. long diagonal runs. You've got, you've got to run the channels. You've mm-hmm. got to do stuff. 40 yards from well, Andy, it's from goal. It's something one might forget about Sergio Aguero. I just think, well, he's, you know, you think about his goal scoring. All types of goals from range, one-on-one, deadly. You mm. know, uh, uh, Michael Richard says, you know, if I had to, to pick someone to, to score a goal to save my life, it would be him, you know. Yeah. Um, but as you say, a complete modern centre-forward. 
Um, not just there to finish off moves. You know, it, just, it has everything um, in his game. I mean, just, just to give a bit of context, you know, he's 22. He arrived in 2011. He arrived in the same summer at Manchester City as Samir Nasri, Gail Clichy and Owen Hargreaves. Now, I understand that they're not all the same ages, of course. Um, Craig Bellamy and Rocky Santa Cruz left that summer. That's how long ago it was. Um, and that's where Manchester City were at. Uh, yeah, I, well, yeah. exactly. <laughs> but it shows you the, the great longevity he's had in in um, in, in the uh, the sky blue well, of well, Manchester City. He's named after naughty ancient Kum, Kumu Kumu. So the, the, is that the, the, one? Is the, that the, the, the Japanese uh, cartoon? Yeah. yeah. So, ah. Well, I knew it was <laughs> he's after naughty Japanese. and he's ancient. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Apparently, I mean, it's been reported that Chelsea passed up on Aguero in 2010, partly because John Terry didn't rate him, particularly his movement. Well. I don't know how much credence we give to that, but, uh, you know, up there. They lost out, <laughs> didn't they? They lost out. Well, he's 33 and uh, he's on a free. So where do you fancy him to go, Andy? Well, he's been linked with Barcelona for a number of months now, um, predating um, this announcement yesterday. Is that a little sweetener to keep messy there? Well, he's free. <laughs> I think that's a huge part of it, yeah. to, be, to be perfectly honest. Well, that's what if he's good friends with Lionel Messi. They've linked up many, many times at international level. Yeah. And if they want Messi to stay, and that is an if at Barcelona, yeah. then that would be an idea. And I think in pandemic times, yep. to be able to get a player like that on a free. Yeah, he won't I ask mean, much for wages as well. No, no it'd be a bargain. <laughs> get me a but, new mic for my Twitch stream. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's funny because, if again, if you go backwards a month or two, loads mm. of people have linked him with Atletico. I think in oh, terms... It's too demanding, is it? In term, Well, yeah, and I think in terms of former players mm-hmm. coming back on absolutely enormous wages, I mean, they've been burnt a few times. Uh, yeah. So I think they'd be best advised to, to, to stay away from Here's it. your player. <laughs> yeah, it would be nice uh, to see. Oh, the Christian little Vieri, a, little Serie A one song. Now you're talking Christian Vieri deal. Was it? Was it Atalanta he signed for? Mm. When he was only on like it was something paltry, like a thousand five hundred a week, which for a footballer <laughs> like him. But every goal he scored, he got a hundred grand. <laughs> so I think there was something like that. The deal, yes, maybe, please. Yeah. And I will be on pens. <laughs> yeah, I'll be on goal kicks. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, though, like a part of me thinks. A part of me thinks that's kind of respectful and disrespectful at the same time. <laughs> ah, it's a bit else, well, we're it? getting yeah. him in. We know he's not going to score many. It's like when Keggy was on shirt sales. He's just made an astonishing amount of money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is that what he does now? He sells shirts. He just sells shirts. Yeah, okay, yeah. fair enough. Well, you've got to do something, haven't you? Um, yeah, I think, I, think, I think the old lady, Juventus, get Ronaldo off the books. Oh, yeah, a bit, bit of romance. Aguero turning up at Juventus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of uh, Italy, Marcus Speller. Yes. Uh, uh, we've got already got someone in the studio who's already seen it. Andy's already seen this, yeah, yeah. Uh, but you've not seen the new Inter Milan uh, logo. No, they've updated it. There was a lot of talk about this happening for weeks and months and months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then Nerazzurri, they've got a very iconic one. 130, yeah, 113 years of history, right? Yeah, yeah. The current design dates right back to 1908. Uh-huh. Marcus, are you ready to see the badge that's going to see Inter through another hundred years of football? I don't, I don't think I am. Here it is. <laughs> do you like it it's uh it's a a dog in a hot dog like a sausage dog as <laughs> in a, a hot, hot dog, dog suit yeah yeah okay it's it's a swerve yeah. it's a it's a weird one i uh-huh. don't know how much that cost them but that's what they're going with it's bizarre 
It's very bizarre. It's very bizarre. I think there are a lot of Inter fans out there who would be very happy <laughs> if that was the badge in preference to what they actually got. Yeah. Is it all right? I mean, I mean I'm, not, I'm not a graphic designer, but it seems all right. Why is everyone getting upset about it? Are they getting upset because they have to get upset about it? Is mm-hmm. it kind of... I, th- I think it's because of the M. Because right. th- th- you've, never, you've never had um, Milan or Milano in the, in the, in, in the title right, of the, okay. the club. So I, I guess this is... A step to internationalise themselves. Yeah. Mate, they'll never be as good as AC Milan in my book. AC Milan got a got a cross of St George on there, isn't they? <laughs> <laughs> oh dearie me! Um, right, uh, Peter. Hello. Um, talk about a great striker leaving Manchester City, which is uh, of course a shame for those Man City fans, but they've enjoyed him over the last ten years. Um, let's turn our attentions to Newcastle United. They've managed to keep hold. Of one of their strikers, Dwight Gale has reportedly committed oh. to another three years at Newcastle. What's what's he seen? Yeah, <laughs> what's Wait, he's, he's, he's found the keys to the tuck shop or something. What's, <laughs> well, he's seen two league starts this season, mm-hmm. um, and uh, he'll be uh, thirty-four by the time this new deal uh, will expire. He's, he's like the guy. Have you seen the film Office Space? No. Yeah. There's a guy called Milton in it. He's obsessed. He's got like a red stapler. He's known as the red stapler guy, and he they keep moving his mm-hmm. his desk into the basement, into the cupboard, all these unlovable parts of the office, and he gets very upset about it, but he never complains right? publicly. And it's, it's just... It's, <laughs> is it Steve Bruce? Is, it's is that what Steve you're saying? Bruce, just, <laughs> I don't know. He's just absolutely defeated. But, I mean, what would... I, look, if Rotherham and Bur- or Birmingham managed to stay in the championship, that's who you're facing off against, Dwight Gale, <laughs> knocking them in for fun in the uh, championship. But It uh, is, because you say it's an unusual bit of Newcastle forward planning. Yeah, yeah, in, it in is. Yeah, case. yeah. It's look as I said, these teams will either face Dwight Gale in the championship or mm. Piggott. <laughs> it's it's going to be Gale and uh, shelves on a, a, a paper play. <laughs> Andy Carroll off the bench. Uh, Steve yeah. Bruce confirmed the uh, the talks began in mid December. Yeah, he just. What on earth have they? Have they basically just come back and gone? He's not leaving. Uh, but it's a massive championship contingency plan. It, it, it has to be because they're not playing him the Premier League because he's probably not good enough. Mm-hmm. I mean, none of the players seem to be good enough at the moment. So mm-hmm. they go down and they've got a a, a proven uh, championship level uh, striker. But yeah. I mean, again, it's a it's a long contract for a player who's of that vintage. Yes, I guess when when you read that sentence there, Marcus, was it Steve Bruce's confirmed relegation in mid December? <laughs> <laughs> is, is, is that what you said? What I am yeah. saying, Andy, is, is the Chronicle up in Newcastle ran a survey. Uh, it was about 14,000 people, uh, Newcastle fans specifically, we assume, uh, asking them about Steve Bruce's future. 95% of the 14,000 want him gone. I think it was 96, Fair. wasn't it? Either way. Either way. <laughs> you know. As I said, I'd take that. I'd take 14,000 in a medical trial. I would, you, I would. Is that what Bruce was saying? <laughs> no, it, don't report nonsense. <laughs> False figures. It was 95%. It wasn't 96. <laughs> Not much of a hill to die on. And the four-stroke yeah. 5% who voted against it are Sunderland fans living in the city, presumably. <laughs> I, I would have thought so. 95% want him gone. 24% thought they'd stay up with someone else, whilst 23% said they'd still go down. It is a very pessimistic outlook. Mm. Well, oh no, well, realistic maybe. I don't <laughs> so, know. So, so you're you're calling table. to Pete for the counterpoint. It's an <laughs> interesting strategy, yeah. Marcus. I, 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 who would you? Ninety six percent of me. What would you do? <laughs> would you stick or twist now? Would you think if if, if you? Pete what Donaldson, is the point? What is the point? It's too late. It's too late. The, Go down. It'll, it'll probably get him up again, Peter. If the, depending four, on if the, the fourteen thousand came to you to spearhead this movement yeah. and you had the power to stick or twist would you would you get in you know I am struggling, I am struggling <laughs> to see who who would 
Who would arrest that slide right now? But Bearing surely, in mind the players, the, the teams that we got first. Atem Ben Arfa, player manager, would just cheat. Oh up. yes, please. Yeah. Yes, please. Well, he's it, moved again, hasn't he? Did he move? Did he manage to move in the end? I can't remember. Uh, where is he? Where is he at? Oh, I don't know. He's, hang, he's hanging out at Bordeaux. That's right. Yeah, yeah. upsetting Lauren Cossielny. Yeah, that, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I'll tell you what. Aidy, having a lovely lunch. Maybe Peter. Aidy, Several. Aidy Boothroyd's contract is up in the summer. <laughs> he knows the championship. He doesn't know the championship. Get him in. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Fra- more attractive football. Fra- tell you what. Apparently, Frank Lampard's being tipped for the un- England under twenty ones job. That would be a strange move, mate. Mm. It would be an, a huge ego boost to him. Imagine it. <laughs> would he's, it? he's down on his luck. Get the young players. He's on. Like... He's on like a, a million pounds a dead gardening leave, isn't he? <laughs> I was going to say it, it would need to be an ego boost on the pay cut he'd be taking. <laughs> no, think about it though. He's he's obviously licking his wounds after Chelsea. And that's obviously. Tough one to take for him, mm. joking aside. And then getting the England under-21s, what you need is a load of young, hungry footballers looking at you going, oh, you're Frank Lampard. Tell us about your best goals. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he wants. Do, yeah. do we think that really happens nowadays? I think what those players will respond to, uh-huh. far be it for me to is how good he is on FIFA, there, is, is, is someone who's a genuinely engaging coach. And I would suggest we don't know enough about Frank Lampard mm-hmm. as a manager slash coach to know if that would be the case. Okay, maybe he gets credit for bringing the young players through at Chelsea and maybe that's what responds to them, but mm-hmm. I, I don't think they give two shits what he did as a player. Yeah. Mm. All right, Andy. We'll uh, move on from there. Uh, <laughs> to a break. I didn't, oh. say, I didn't say I didn't care about what I agree about with that, though. Every player. time like a, a, an ex-player, a celebrate ex-player, gets, uh-huh. a, gets a position, they go, oh, well, the respect is... There's great footballers around every fucking football club <laughs> who are absolutely amazing and bring uh-huh. their own rep. It's like, yeah. Fair, fair enough, fair enough. Um, now, if you're enjoying all this chat, and I'm sure you are, ladies and gentlemen, then do head over to Patreon where we have loads more of this nonsense. This Wednesday, tomorrow evening, we will be doing a live England watch-along as they take Poland to the cleaners. Thank Nothing. goodness Lewandowski's not playing. <laughs> uh, no, of course not. Do that. Uh, join us for the game tomorrow on patreon.com forward slash football ramble. I'll be there. Andy, are you getting involved? I'm going to be there. It's going to we, be fun. We're going to try and drag in all the ramblers, um, uh, but, you, but you're guaranteed to have Andy and I. We're going to England watch along. You're going to see what we get up to when England are playing. Andy will probably have a screen of another game in the corner. <laughs> Mark has been struggling not to sing his songs. <laughs> uh, it's going to be a lovely old time. So get over to uh, patreon.com forward slash football ramble to get involved. Netbusters, love it, monster, monster, netbusters. Netbusters! Monster, monster. (laughs) You used to love a bit of netbusters, my goodness. Welcome back to the Football Ramble, everybody. Now, before we get to emails, it's time for a bonus Bet Your Way special with Betway. With the four home nations in action over the next few days, we've built a custom bet using Betway's Bet Builder tool, and each of us has made a selection for one home nation's game. Pete, <laughs> kicking us off with Wales versus Czech Republic. You've got Gareth Bale to score any time in Wales versus Czech Republic. Bale with a Betway bet builder! <laughs> <laughs> um, we asked Jim for his selection in England against Poland. This is what Jim had to say. Hello, Jim here. For my pick, I'm going to go for Harry Kane to score first against Poland. He'll show that Lewandowski and all of the other Polish players and staff um, who's boss and it will be Harry Kane. 
Love that. Um, so Jim's <laughs> back in, came to score the first goal in England. Andy, you've got Scotland versus the Faroe Islands. Scotland are back amongst the goals and Che Adams will be looking to get amongst it. So you've gone for three and a half goals in, uh, over three and a half goals in Scotland versus the Faroe Islands. Yeah, um, I have. And of course, you had that in uh, the last Scotland home game, didn't you? You got four against Austria. So, um, yeah. Mm, clever, clever. Um, I have gone for Carl Lafferty to score the first goal in Northern Ireland versus Bulgaria. So there are your selections. A £10 bet with Betway will return £1,330.56. Don't forget the pence. Um, you must be over the age of 18 to gamble and do gamble responsibly. For more information, head to begambleaware.org. Right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for emails and today's jingle is courtesy of Sean Fitzgerald. It's Kate, Jules, Jim or Fish, Marcus, Luke or Peter Tid. And hey. you might just read up one in show at footballramble.com. Email show at footballramble.com. Spend. <laughs> <laughs> That's delightful. Get uh, fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Simon, dick. <laughs> <laughs> we, we are going quite up the green sleeves route at the moment. Yeah, right? very oh. enjoyable. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm uh, waiting for Laura Marling's entry on Friday. <laughs> We've, we've had the, the hybrid troubadour, Alex Christian. Uh, Christian. Then we've had um, Sean Fitzgerald. Not sure where he um, he does his strolling, but it's the, a little bit. The finger picking is a little bit reminiscent of Postman Pat. Little bit. Yeah, Postman Pat. And it's obviously an email service. I, don't so want to even a fit. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, and it's obviously copyrighted. So I'm gonna, <laughs> uh, or Patrick Post, as Patrick he is Post. In, in Gaelic. Yeah, that's nice. Scottish TV like that. That one in the afternoon. Sweet. Sweet like chocolate, Peter. Aye. Sweet like chocolate. Indeed. Yeah, can't press any buttons because you've got the iPad. <laughs> I've already pressed it. We've had Sean Fitzgerald. We've got okay. an email. Oh, we've got an email. Sorry, I thought you wanted Pop Mantonio Conte. Sorry, that's, that's going up a little later on. Uh, we've got an email from Andrew Steen, who's got in touch after, honestly, d- deleting the email, the classic email jingle from me and that woman in America, just d- resets my brain. It's so confusing to me. Uh, from Andrew Steen, who's uh, got in touch after our Quantum Leap patron clip last Tuesday. Just like uh, Sam used to talk to Al and everybody would just see him chatting to himself, uh, Tuchel looks like he's arguing with himself all of the time. Mm. Which Premier League manager or managers... Remind you of classic TV show characters. There's a thread we can unpick. Yeah. Get yourself uh, I'll say it before. I'll say it before. It, loads of email in. Um, uh, what do you call him? Uh, uh, Larry David and the Argentinian. Uh, yes. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. Yankee, no, yeah. please don't email us. Don't that that. One. We've got yeah. that. Cool. <laughs> That's in the bag. That's, That's safe. safe. That's All safe. right. Okay. <laughs> All to play for. Should we have the email jingle again? Let's have the email so. jingle again. It's a nice start, that. Yes. It's Kate, Jules, Jim or Fish, Marcus, Luke or Pete the Tit. And he might just read up one in show at footballramble.com. Email show at footballramble.com. Sven. <laughs> Production values are great on it's these. lovely. I love the Sven at the end of the oh, beautiful, yeah. isn't it? Absolutely. There we are. Right, Peter. Start for this. I prefer to kill him. 
I prefer to kill him. <laughs> Two footballers <laughs> tip together. Exciting times has to be said. Uh, if you would uh, like to get in touch and uh, you know suggest a, a player or two, we're open to it. We are open to it. It means I have someone to blame when it all goes to shit. James Burrows uh, has got in touch. I think he uh, kind of um, he mentioned one uh, last time. I think we. Uh, Did I think, he really? I think James Burrows maybe. Was it the good one or the bad one? <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> um, right. Two footballers. When you hear um, Kevin De Bruyne, you are Kevin De Dunner, okay? <laughs> you guys ready? Yes. Okie dokie. Here's your clues. While playing in England in 2011, I won African Player of the Year for the first of my four consecutive years in a row. Despite being born in Scotland and moving to London at the age of 10, I represented Republic of Ireland 76 times between the mid-80s to mid-90s. Let's go. Yaya Toure Helton. Hey! Come Marcus on! Bella. There you go. Beautiful boy. I love this game. I love this game. (laughs) (laughs) All right, then. You want uh, your second one? Second dose of the day? Coming in. Might bloody have to now. (laughs) (laughs) I am a former Premier League and La Liga champion who is currently without a club after my contract was terminated in December 2020. I am a goalkeeper with a Premier League and League Cup winner's medal as well as 27 caps for Romania. Let's go. Diego Costal Pantilimon. Oh, oh Marcus Bella! You guys are white hot, huh? white hot. He was—he only got to bed at two o'clock in the morning and then had to get up very early this morning to take his car for an MOT. But Andy Brassel has managed to bag one at the death. It's one all. Fan flipping tastic. Do you want a tiebreaker? I think we should yeah, quickly. Yeah, let's ahead. stick a tiebreaker okay. in there. Okay. Uh, that that uh, second uh, set of clues was from uh, Brad Davies, uh, by the way. Uh, right. I was named the Greater Manchester Ambassador for Firework Safety a week after a friend of mine let off a firework inside my house. During a successful decade-long period at Aston Villa, I won my one and only England cap coming off the bench for goal scorer. Mario Balotelli oh, Hendry. Oh, didn't even start the music. Andy Brassel has won today's. Little competition. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You having that, Marcus? I, I, I was I was about a second behind him. Because <laughs> the first clue was... It was I, knew, I knew you were going to be quick. So yeah, 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 yeah. Fair enough. Good work. Actually, he said... I prefer to kill him. He did say that before the music had started. I don't care. I just want to recount, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like pure shit. Not my- <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have a recount. It's going to be the greatest recount. Um, all right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it's a grassroots football. Um, or to amateur football, really, or semi-pro football with Dover Athletic. They were fined £40,000 and docked 12 points uh, for next season on Friday. So before we sort of get our cheapies about grassroots football coming back, it's, it's, a, bit of a, it's a bit of a sad story, this. You know, they, they had effectively ended their season before the National League had voted, deciding that they couldn't continue by accepting a government loan and instead followed their players and staff. And the Dover chairman, Jim uh, Parmenter, said that they will not pay the fine as they literally have no money. Andy, this is its a strange one, isn't it? Because It's not strange, it's scandalous. Yeah, Marcus. okay. I, I think the fact that the National League board has just proved once again that it's just not fit for purpose. Mm. And, you know, you've got clubs like Dover, Dulwich Hamlet as well, mm-hmm. who are trying to be responsible, who are trying to protect the community asset mm-hmm. by not driving it hundreds of thousands of pounds in some cases mm. in, into debt. And that's that's their obligation to do that, mm. to make sure it continues for the for the good of their communities. 
And um, for the National League board to How you know, they don't hide, understand be- hide behind their rules and say, oh, yes, well, if we follow the, mm-hmm. the, the letter of the law, it's, it's ludicrous. It's, it's beyond ludicrous. And that's why there's a vote of no confidence against them. They have to rip it up and start again because the people running the leagues, which are huge leagues, mm-hmm. by the way. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you said semi-pro football, but the fact is, mm-hmm. this is televised football Mm -hmm. this is football that attracts thousands of fans every single week it's football that means a lot to people all around the country and you know their their communities and the the people they've reached out and helped uh during lockdown um these these clubs are huge and Mm -hmm. they're what makes english football unique and you know i've I've said it before and i'll say it again when you go abroad you always think of the premier league as, Mm -hmm. as as our major export and it is in very many ways of course but the thing that people from different countries find so curious about English football that they want to ask you about how is it that you get football in the fourth or fifth tiers that people watch on television mm. that's that's mad to people mm. from from Portugal for mm-hmm. example mm-hmm. and it's, it's something that um, we should be proud of and needs to be protected and it's, it's just a dreadful dreadful failure of, of, of governance yeah. Yeah. With, with the caveat that um, Dilva's results being expunged from the, from the league is a great news for Hartlepool United, but <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but you look at clubs like Darlington who are in a similar mm. sort of situation. You you keep playing football and there won't be a club anymore. You know, you, you, the, there were assurances made that there would be a grant money coming in mm-hmm. to to help uh, clubs survive, uh, but instead that's suddenly switched to a loan. They're, now they've all started the season under false pretenses, yeah. basically. It's it's a disgrace. It's yeah, absolutely uh, disgrace. yeah, yeah. You're right. And, and so I think 400, was a four hundred fifty thousand pound loan to 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 survive. Like, why would you for, for Dover? Why mm. would you why would you do that? Mm. It's a lovely place to 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 watch football. It's a beautiful, yeah, beautiful. I've not I've not had the pleasure, but um, but you're right. It, it, it is a disgrace. I mean, there's a number of National League North and South clubs also um, facing financial penalties for all failing to fulfil fixtures, and it is it is remarkable, Andy, because mm. it's it's not like. This is not a kind of a, a group of Premier League directors looking way down the leagues and going, "Well, you didn't fulfil your fixtures." You know, this is the, this is the board mm. of, of that league, and how they've missed this, how they've come to this conclusion is just madness. I mean, National League clubs have been asked if they will back a vote of no confidence um, in the board, and they have until uh, tomorrow, Wednesday midday, to respond. So we shall wait and see the the results of that. Um, uh, but grassroots football is back, though, uh, ladies and gentlemen. I played last night. <laughs> How was it? Well, that's um, the most important thing. Exactly, yeah. On to pressing matters. Um, I had a lovely old time. Beautiful weather for it in southeast of England. Perhaps other parts of the country as well. I don't know. Mm. Pete, you're playing this week. I'm playing Wednesday and Lytton Buzzard. Mm-hmm. Watch out. Well, I don't be too specific because we don't want, you know... <laughs> Crowds, yeah. We don't want people, people. <laughs> breaking COVID lockdown to, to assemble with their six friends. <laughs> <laughs> but it is, it is great though I know, I know it's a sort of a, a bit of a, a, a silly point to make but, oh know. I mean look if you look on like the footy addicts app there was yeah. no spaces this yeah, week yeah, at yeah. all it was crazy because <laughs> everyone just absolutely joins on to get back out there and yeah. just be safe right yeah. just, everyone just be safe be safe but, be... but it's, it's, it's not trivial it's massive it's yeah. huge for people it's huge for um, the mental health their physical health you know, there'll be so many people listening to this mm-hmm. who are just super excited yeah. about getting that together. And then they'll get on the field and go, yeah. this is, I feel dreadful. I was about <laughs> to I'm say, never doing this again. You mentioned physical health. That was definitely a problem for me last night. <laughs> <laughs> I will be joining in uh, later this week when uh, next door sling our ball back. Yeah, okay. Oh, so, so what happened with the ball? Uh, the ball the ball went, went over over the, over the wall in quite a strenuous game of uh, foot volley. <laughs> right. How uh, it turns out I've bred a 
uh, the, the next Ulki. <laughs> right. So it was, it, it was him. It wasn't me, obviously. Absolutely. And, you know, I had, I had it over. Head over the ball, textbook. Control, you know, and, and he just leathered you it. Tried, ne- never worked with animals or children. <laughs> no. You tried a McGuinney Esther, is what you did. <laughs> <laughs> how uh, is uh, how are negotiations going with re- re- reclaiming the ball from, from next door? Well, it's, it's more next, next door's dog. Right, okay. Well, he's, he's, yeah. he's quite a territorial gentleman when it comes to spherical <laughs> objects. Is he a uh, hot dog uh, hot dog wearing sausage dog? <laughs> Is he going to appear on the Inter, Inter Milan? <laughs> you shouldn't negotiate with, with dogs. You have to bribe them. Is that right? Yeah. And, uh, you know, not with chocolate, though. Not with chocolate, no. Yeah, it kills dogs. Mm. Can do. Mad that, isn't it? Everyone should know that fact. And now they do. Um, what about stuffed fine leaves? <laughs> I don't know, Andy, and I wouldn't like to comment on that. Oh, I love not stuffed fine leaves for ages. You should live oh. off them when I first moved to London. Yeah, I don't you know, need to sort of offer a free, three course meal. I think just you know, a little biscuit or something should uh, should should uh, get the ball out. Good, of good advice, thank you, mate. Yeah, not at all, um, gentlemen. Uh, it's England versus uh, Poland tomorrow. Of course, we're doing the, the watch along, uh, and we don't want to preview it too much because um, uh, Kate, Luke, and Vish on tomorrow's show will will do that. But uh, Robert Lewandowski is reportedly out with a knee injury. Andy, do we sort of, it's a bit sort of crappy if you kind of celebrate that, but it is good news for England though. Yeah, I'm very much enjoying uh, England fans and media pretending to be sad about it at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's great fun. Obviously, uh, the, the bigger picture for him is, will he be able to make Bayern versus Paris Saint-Germain, which is absolutely huge. I mean, mm. that is something that could you know, be the decisive factor in that tie if he can't make it. I mean, he's meant to be out for five to ten days, mm-hmm. which is very vague. Probably so better off out of the squad if there's, there's that many COVID yeah. uh, um, cases in, in, in the Polish squad. Mm. I thought Maguire they... must be happy, mustn't he? Well, United Maguire didn't... must be like, whoa, fucking brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Harry, just keep talking to your missus. That's fine. <laughs> Over yeah. the fence. United <laughs> Don't worry fo- about it. United in focus, uh, running with the headline, Harry Maguire denied the chance to test himself against Robert Lewandowski. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, I thought they might be bluffing on the Monday, going, yeah, he's injured. And then, and then suddenly the team sheet's coming. Oh, there he is. I, look, we we love international football on here. Damn if right. you're Bayern and he gets injured in the yeah, game against Andorra, is, you're really annoyed, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, even if he says, "Yeah, but I did score two goals," they're like, "We don't care. <laughs> we do not care." But it's a big game though for Poland. You know, they've got not got a bad side, and obviously, only the top one goes through automatically in the group. And they've got, I, I know, obviously, Lewandowski is irreplaceable, mm. but they are not short of forward players. Mm. They have a like for likeish. Replacement in Christoph Piontek. Yeah, they do, they do, and they've got a backbone to that side. You know, you look at where some of the players play. The amount of international caps. You know, this is not a Poland side who just are say they've got a defence full of pensioners. <laughs> you, you can do that. Is that if what you're you saying? I, I thought that's what you were saying. No, Marcus. I wasn't saying that. Andy Brassel. Would you like me? Experience. Would you like me to say it? <laughs> no, I, would, I think they have a better team than maybe antiquated. Yeah, I mean, they they drop points against Hungary, which was handy for England. Mm. So. Um, let's hope they drop all the points against England tomorrow night. But as I say, Kate, Luke and Bish will preview that one mm-hmm. uh, tomorrow. And Andy and I, um, et al, will be uh, on the watch along on the Patreon. So uh, get your eyes around that. All right. <laughs> That's it for today. Thank you very much, Andy Brassel. Thank you. Thank you, Pete Donald. Ta-ta. Thank you, everybody. See you soon. This was a Stakhanov production and part of the Acast Creative Network.